amigos y amigas. For the next couple of episodes, we will be talking about hospitality industry. We will be talking about travel industry and tourism industry. So today's topic is for people who work in these industries. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you enjoy the ride. <laughs> Let's hit it. Welcome, amigos y amigas. You're listening to the English Made Simple podcast. This is episode number 172, number 172, numero 172. My name is Milena, your super duper host of the English Made Simple podcast. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for pushing the play button and listening to me blab. You will hear me blab every Monday every week okay for those of you who don't know the word blab just it's very it's slang it means um you know i'm just going to be talking about random things about everything okay all right so today's uh, topic is quite interesting i haven't done anything like this before we are going to talk about travel and tourism Um, but uh, let me touch on tourism first. We're going to cover that first. I bet that the majority of you have been tourists at some stage in your lives. You have visited other countries. You have traveled overseas. Uh, and if you haven't uh, traveled overseas at all, then um, you were a local tourist once, I'm sure, in your life. You must have vi visited different cities in your country of residence. I'm sure you have gone out of your suburb. You have gone out of your city and visited other cities. Great. So what is a tourist? Uh, let me see. Weon Inteligente is here. He's going to tell us. According to Weon Inteligente or the online dictionary, a person who likes to explore new surroundings, a person who travels for pleasure, is called a tourist traveling for pleasure yes so this one is basic okay this is quite basic everyone um, knows what a tourist is but uh, do you know what uh, other words we can call a tourist do you know what else uh, you can call a tourist uh, i will share some synonyms with you this will help you expand your vocabulary So, let's see. Some people call tourists holiday makers. It's a long word. Holiday makers. That's all one word, okay? Holiday makers. It's one word. Uh, there's also traveler, okay? <laughs> traveler. I like this word. It's like a time traveler. <laughs> uh, a traveler, okay. A traveler. I think in the United States, they spell this word different to the UK. A uh, traveler is with one L in the United States and in in um, UK it's it's with double L, okay, traveler. Cool. Uh, other words we can call a tourist, uh, tourist um, sightseer, somebody who's, who likes to visit different sites, different landscapes, different places, a sightseer. 
uh, also one word. Uh, there is another one, backpacker. A backpacker, we know this one. Okay, these are special kind of tourists. <laughs> uh, backpackers, uh, backpackers travel on a budget. On a budget. Uh, this is a phrase in English, on a budget. It means uh, that you are trying not to spend too much money when you're traveling. I'm traveling on a budget. So backpackers, uh, they don't spend money on luxury accommodation. Uh, they don't spend money on luxury at all, uh, but they will happily spend money on booze. <laughs> Booze, uh, it's slang, it means drinks. They will happily spend money on drinks, on alcohol. Booze, uh, that's, an, that's a good word to know. Uh, it's, it's slang, you can use it with your friends. Booze is spelled as B-O-O-Z-E. All right, so there you have it. Some new words for you. Wow, we've just started and you're already learning some new words. How cool is that? Cool bananas. So I have decided to do this episode for someone who is in hotel business, um, hotel business or hospitality industry. I have one listener who owns a bed and breakfast place. His name is Antonio or Tony Matt. Uh, he recently emailed me to tell me that he's learning English because he wants to be able to develop a good relationship with his customers in English. Cool. Hi, Tony. Hello. Thanks for listening. Uh, yes, Tony, this is a very good reason for learning English, okay? To build a relationship with your customers. Awesome. Let's go back to that word accommodation. So when I say the word accommodation, uh, what comes to your mind when I say accommodation? What's your favorite type of accommodation? Do you have a preference do you have a preference when it comes to accommodation when you're traveling? While you are thinking about your um, preferred type of accommodation, let me list you some types of accommodations. Okay, so a typical um, accommodation would be a hotel. Then we have a motel. Uh, then we have a backpacker's place, a lodge, an inn. Uh, Airbnb, you have heard of Airbnb, I'm sure. Uh, then we have bed and breakfast. So Airbnb is short for air, bed and breakfast, but it's, it's, it's just known as Airbnb. So then we have bed and breakfast, camping and resorts. So maybe some people enjoy staying at uh, resorts. You know, I'm not really a big fan of that. But anyway, um, and the list goes on, okay? I've just named a few types of accommodations. So you can think about those next time you try to book um, an accommodation for yourself. Okay, have you heard of something like house swapping? Maybe you like to do house swapping. Uh, house swapping is when you exchange your house with someone else's house for a certain period of time when you're traveling, okay? Like, for example, I can give you my apartment for two months in exchange for your house or apartment for two months, okay? Uh, I haven't done this before. <laughs> I just know that some people do this. Uh, I kind of like this idea because uh, you don't have that pressure that you have to 
uh, check out at you know a certain time and uh, you know it's it's kind of a good idea to stay at one place for a longer time uh, two months is is quite sufficient I would love to stay on a beach summer for two months <laughs> uh, right so uh, when I was younger, I wouldn't mind going to the backpackers, okay? I did stay once at a backpacker's place. Um, but now that I'm more, should we say, more mature, I'm more mature now. <laughs> I don't know if I'm wiser, but I am more mature for sure. Um, I prefer staying in hotels or bed and breakfast type of places. There is um, Airbnb too, that's quite, uh, you know, it's a global thing, uh, it's very popular. Uh, but here in Australia, it's very expensive. I tried to book something through Airbnb and it was uh, quite expensive, I have to say. It's a lot cheaper to book Airbnb in other countries, like somewhere in Europe or in, even in Southeast Asia. But in Australia, it's very pricey, it's a bit expensive. So for that reason, I don't go for Airbnb anymore um, because it's pricey. So I just like to book, you know, something that's neat and tidy, hotel, bed and breakfast and so on. Anyway, <laughs> getting myself distracted now. Okay, so this episode will benefit you if you're a tourist or you work in the hospitality industry, uh, travel industry and tourism industry, Okay. Okay, so let's go back to today's episode. Regardless of where you happen to work, uh, maybe you work uh, at a hotel or a B&B place um, or a lodge. Uh, well, you know what? Regardless of where you work, you need to learn the following. You need to learn how to welcome your guests in English. You need to learn how to check them in, uh, how to check them out of the place and even uh, be able to give instructions um, to your to the new visitors. If you wanted to recommend some activities for the new visitors to do, uh, well, you need to learn how to how to uh, say that, how to recommend some activities for tourists. Well, you would also need to make suggestions about you know some specific tourist attractions. Uh, maybe you'll give a map to them. Uh, and yeah, you'll need to explain things in English. You would also want to be able to answer questions from tourists about your local area. Okay, so expect to answer some questions from tourists. Probably something like, oh, how long will it take me to, you know, walk from this spot to this spot? Or how long will it take me to, dr uh, to drive here and, and so on? Alrighty guys, I don't think I will have time to talk you through all of these points. I will just go through them briefly, okay? The first things first, welcome your guests. This is common sense. If you work in customer service, this is common sense. Uh, you should know what to do. If you work regularly with customers, you should know what to do. Always smile and make your guests feel welcomed. The next thing you should say is, how can I help you? Well, hello, Mr. Jones, how can I help you? How can I help you today? How can I help you? This is a good question to know, amigos y amigas. Uh, you can actually ask this question at any stage throughout the visitor's stay. 
How can I help you today? It's just very polite to ask, you know what I mean? All right, let's imagine a tourist comes to your desk, uh, your reception desk and says, Hi, I need a room, please. Do you have any vacancies? Cool, now what should you do? Well, you would ask the obvious question. Uh, well, hello there, do you have a reservation? Do you have a reservation? And if the person says yes, then you ask them, what name is your reservation under? What name is your reservation under? That's a good, uh, good question to ask. And if they don't have a reservation, if there is no reservation, then you would have to look for any, you know, available rooms in your hotel, right? I don't know about you, but I prefer to book my accommodation ahead of my journey. I don't like surprises, so I don't want to spend half a day looking for a place to sleep. So I'm not really that adventurous, but um, yeah, I prefer to book online well ahead of, uh, of my journey, of my trip. Cool. Now, let's, uh, let's get back uh, to this episode. The reservation, what does it mean? Maybe some of you don't know what reservation means. Another name for, for this is a booking. Booking. B-O-O-K-I-N-G. This is a noun in this case. A booking. And it comes from the verb to book. To book. It means to make an appointment. And it's spelled uh, the same as when you read a book, you know. You can read a book. Uh, which is a noun but has a different meaning. Uh, but if you use it as a verb, to book means to make an appointment, to book. What I like to do when I travel is organize my accommodation online. I like to book an accommodation online on the internet. Um, I always use the internet to make bookings for accommodation when traveling. I prefer to do that than just show up and say, hey, have you got any available rooms? Got any vacancy? No, I'm not that adventurous as I said earlier. Um, all right, the next thing you would do is take the payment. As a hotel receptionist, you have the reservation, you take the payment from, uh, from the customer. How will the person pay for the accommodation? In most cities, you also need to show your ID. This is uh, short for identification, ID. We just simply say ID. It means identification. So you should always carry some ID with you anywhere you go. You should always carry your ID. So sometimes the hotel receptionist will ask, can I have your credit card and ID, please? Can I have your credit card and ID, please? You normally pay after your stay, but sometimes the hotel owners take an impression of your credit card in case you do the runner. <laughs> okay, it's slang. Do the runner means to go, you know, to run away and not pay, okay? Do the runner. <laughs> okay, so they take a copy of your credit card. It's kind of their security, you know, just in case you run away without paying, which is not nice, okay? It's not nice at all. Okie dokie, towards the end of the initial communication with the concierge. Concierge. 
The person who is behind the reception desk is called a concierge, also known as a hotel receptionist. Um, let's just call them the receptionist in this case. Uh, so the receptionist will ask you, is there anything else I can help you with? Is there anything else I can help you with? Do you see how in English we say else, uh, which means more? In Spanish, you would say mas, more. In English, we say, is there anything else I can help you with? Is there anything more we can do for you? Okay. Here's the key to your room. Mr. Jones, here is your key to your room. It's on the seventh floor, room number 723. It's on the seventh floor. Please know that the breakfast is served from 6am to 9am every morning in the dining area. Enjoy your stay, Mr. Jones. Great, thank you very much. I don't know why the breakfast is served from 6am to 9am. I've seen other places do the same. I mean, some places I have visited in the past. 6am to 9am, I'm usually awake at uh, 9am, you know, I've usually missed breakfast. <laughs> I have to put the alarm uh, for, for breakfast, just to have uh, breakfast. Anyway, now guys, uh, did you notice uh, how when we talk about floors, uh, we say first floor, second floor, third floor, fourth floor, and then fifth floor and so on. We do not say floor number one, floor number two, floor number three. We use these sequential numbers or ordinal numbers. Ordinal numbers suggest an order in a list. First, second, third, fourth, fifth. We use that for uh, referring to different levels or different floors. Another name for a floor is story. S-T-O-R-Y. How many stories does uh, the Hilton uh, Hotel have? How many stories does the hotel have? How many levels? How many floors? Okay, story is spelled the same as if you open a book and read a story, okay? And it means a floor or a level. How many stories? Native speakers do use this word a lot, stories. How many stories? Second story, third story. Cool bananas! Is that clear as mud? I hope it was crystal clear. I hope today's episode was useful to you. If you know of anyone who works in the hospitality and tourism industry, please forward this episode to them. I'm sure they will appreciate it, so just do it! As always, transcripts are available on my website, englishmadesimple.net slash podcast. You can find all the transcripts in there. Thank you for listening to yet another awesome episode of the English Made Simple show. You've been an amazing audience. You've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Have a great rest of the week. Until next time. Hasta la próxima. Mm-hmm.